to Hashtag Single with Jeanette Bonner. I am not a relationship expert or sex therapist. I'm just a regular New York City woman navigating the world as a single, independent feminist. Hashtag Single is about having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. So I hope you'll join me on this interesting, challenging, and complex journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. Welcome back to Hashtag Single. I am Jeanette, your host, of course. And we have an awesome one-on-one episode. And when I say awesome, it is indeed awesome because, you guys, I am looking into the eyes of my guests right now, and I literally don't know what to do with myself. It's almost too much, too much energy. I've been doing virtual episodes for, whew, like a year and a half. So I feel like we're actually sharing some energy. So I'm so excited to welcome my badass single friend, Shay. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And Shay brought her friend, her single friend, Daryl. Daryl, welcome to Hashtag Single. Well, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for for being the voice of the patriarchy in September's episode. I'm happy to represent as best I can. We always love a (laughs) (laughs) non-volunteer. You were you were strong armed into doing this episode, and we appreciate it. They were they were quite strong arms. <laughs> I still have bruises to listen. Listen, do not let him tell you that I beat it. Oh no no no! You strong armed me verbally okay. With, okay. with with quite strong arms, as most <laughs> strong badass single women will do. There are some verbal uh, 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 lashings in there with the strong arm. And well, like, we're going to move on. Call it. We're going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I asked Daryl how they knew each other, and he said they met in dreams. So it's going to be weird, you guys. <laughs> I'm yeah, just yeah, college. Yeah. College. Okay. <laughs> Dreamy college. Um, so, Daryl, you know the rules. Sit back. Daryl has brought out his phone and a digital pen. What yeah, do you call yeah. that? Oh, this is a Galaxy Note 9 with oh. a little writing utensil. He's going to take notes. So oh, yeah. it's I'm, pr- gonna I'm get quite dirty. prepared. It's going to get dirty. <laughs> Shay, I'm so excited to talk to you and have it be recorded because we've had this conversation I feel like before before we get to you I want to talk about our little lady date that we had a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh so fun. Yes. Yeah. So Shay and I went out for Friday night cocktails to a new rooftop bar in Rose Valley and called the Panorama Room which is awesome and you guys should definitely check it out if you're in New York City. It's really gorgeous looking over the East River. If you really want to bowl over your uh, date this is a great spot. For oh, 100%. So beautiful. We don't want to blow it up, but I'm I'm happy to share it as well. It was like a, a really, really cool place and not too crowded. And so we were looking out at the view, <laughs> and I said, obviously, we're going to take a photo together for the gram. And then I was like, oh, look, there's two gentlemen over there, and perhaps they can take our picture. Jeanette's very good at this. And I don't know if they were single. How could we have known? So we did indeed ask them to take our picture, and then I just dove in to a conversation with them. Jeanette is an amazing wing woman. <laughs> amazing. Skills upon skills. I was impressed. Thank I, you. I took some notes. But some mental I mean, notes. we talked to them for like, what was like a good half an hour, I would say. Yeah. Just yeah. like, just casual conversation. It wasn't awkward. I don't think we were like exceptionally, I don't know, maybe I was flirtatious. You can tell me. No, I think we, just, I think we, we were, were writing, writing I think we were writing that, that line. Yeah. But we were open. Yeah. 
They were cute, and we were working it. Yeah, yeah. Let's say, let's say. <laughs> what else is there to say? No, but I, I say this because I think a lot of conversations I have with people are struggling how to meet people in real life these days, right? Because we all freaking hate dating on the apps. Agreed. So I feel like we 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 never talked about this. We weren't like, let's go hit on those guys. <laughs> you know, I was like, let's go take a photo, and then I started a conversation whether you wanted to or not. It was seamless. It was really, it was, she could teach that skill. It was, it was seamless. But Shay's in the entertainment industry as I am. So we're kind of used to networking parties. So I knew that she wouldn't be like, why are you talking to these people and not me? Like I knew we would have, you know, like (laughs) you're open to meeting new people. Yeah. Especially cute men. Yeah. And I feel like, and we, again, we never found out if they were in relationships. We assumed they were straight, but we uh, there was a moment in time where we thought they might have been together <laughs> that could be um but the point is you guys is that we left an opening just by asking people to take a picture of ourselves and being like have you been here before and they had accents and it was where are you from and stuff like that i i don't think it was hard i know that can be hard for people but at the same time i think we get way in our heads about how hard it can be to meet people in real life do you feel the same way Definitely, definitely. Like someone asked me to, if I would ever walk across a bar and introduce myself to a guy, I most certainly would. I don't not. think any human would do that. That feels very weird. I would, like you would not be like, do that. I spotted you from twenty meters away. Hello, you know, like, and no one likes to, to receive that energy because then you feel like you have to do something with it. I think, yeah, it can be hard to be kind of casual about it, but I think the the main point is is that we were out and about and. Just chatting people up. Right. Right. Just being open to conversation and it didn't have to be anything. Just like starting a conversation with strangers. Mm -hmm. Um, And they could have been they could have been women. But I think that's a good skill to just start, you know, as we go back into real life and we go back (laughs) into bars and places to just look for places to start conversations with people as practice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think uh, to be fair, like I think. We're both extremely extroverted, so it's a lot easier. It's cheating, really. It is. I and yeah, it's <laughs> we can definitely shoot the bullet with a lot of people. So it, that that is something that you know, thankfully, we can chat people up. But it's it's not something that everybody feels comfortable with. But I think if you are doing the thing that you love and are really drawn to, whether it's a hobby or whether you're into comic books or whatever, then you can you can attract like someone who's also interested in that too. Oh yeah. It's that super just, easy yeah. to start that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, just lead with being curious about people. Why not ask people just like, what's their deal? And if they're not being very talkative, we could have easily been like, cool, we're going to sit over here, or say hi before you leave. You know, at any point we could have left. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I air high five you because we are more than six feet away because we are socially responsible people for for saying yes and to me and just like going along without the plan. <laughs> I give us a lot of credit for just being brave and trying to cultivate conversation in real life, which is scary with people that we didn't know their status, you know, just to see what would happen or just to become friends, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, anyway, highly recommend both the Panorama Room and Talking to Strangers. <laughs> okay. Ending so fast. Great. Back to you. So you know how we start the podcast. Tell me where you're at in your single life, in your journey. What has brought you here? 
to this particular moment in time? So I am very, very single. You are in good company. <laughs> Welcome to the table. <laughs> and when I say... It's so I, mean that Daryl laughs at that. He thinks that's hilarious. It's okay. Daryl and, and I laugh at each other quite a bit. So when I, I, I guess I say very, very as a qualifier just because it has been several years since I've been in a relationship. So, you know, I, I feel like I'm at a great moment where I'm have processed the last weird, you know, relationship or whatever weirdness has gone over, you know, and just I'm in a good place. You That's know? great. Yeah. So and also, I don't know, I just I love summer. I love, you know, just being outside all the time. So yeah, I'm just really excited about what comes next and who comes next and 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 just meeting a bunch of people and I think that's a great place to be in. Like yeah. just to, I mean, there's there's so little you can control in the world if we were taught anything in 2020. <laughs> so like all you can do is sort of be in the moment and be open, as we were just talking about, to whoever comes into your life or whatever situation you find yourself in. Yeah. And I think you hit upon a good point is just the curiosity factor, you know, just remaining curious and, and excited about, excited about what you know, what other people might be bringing to the table and how you might be compatible and what common ground you can find and how you might balance each other or just having a bunch of fun. Even if you get to, you know, even if you get to go on 10 dates and none of them work out, you've still gotten out 10 times, which I think is a really big, you know, a big deal, especially after being in quarantine for so long. And also just in New York, we have that opportunity to get outside and, and to meet people. And so, it's great to take advantage of that. Are you looking to meet people in real life or are you on dating apps? So I have my profile up on a couple dating apps right now, but I'm not terribly active. Reason being is I've been looking for work. <laughs> so I've been, you know, the, and I'm in a good place with that too, but you know, like job hunting definitely has, and, and dating, I feel like really mirrors this is it has like a, a very ebb and flow. Like sometimes it can be a little bit of an emotional roller coaster mm. because you put a lot of, you know, time and effort into it and then you may not get stuff back and then you kind of go through the sort of, sort of cycle of like, okay, am I totally unlovable? Am I unemployable or whatever? And then you're like, okay, I have to work for myself here and get myself back up on on the you know and and start approaching it again with a positive attitude and and really look for what I'm seeking and get clear about that and so I think it works both ways but I have really been focusing on finding a new career for myself so I've been putting a lot of energy that way less on the apps right now especially when it comes to I think the thing that I, a lot of people find challenging with the apps is a lot of it is just hello conversations that don't go anywhere. Yes. You know, and, and so it can be very difficult to, you know, really start up a chat that, that goes anywhere. I kind of feel like I, I really want to, um, go to more speed dating events or create a speed dating event. Um, just because I feel like, you know, it, it just, you can tell if you're attracted to someone within like 15 seconds and you can spend a lot of time texting back and forth with someone or see a cute picture. But, you know, if it's dead in the water, you want to know that as soon as possible. So you can, you know, happily say next and good luck to you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it works both ways, you know? I do feel like people are making judgments too quickly though on the apps and that may be one of the reasons that so many of the conversations start 
and end so quickly. Like I feel I'm in this like wash cycle of just like match, talk, ends, goes away. Match, talk, ends, goes away. Like it never actually I think it goes is, anywhere real. <laughs> I know? think it is super easy to have a misunderstanding at any juncture in any communication with anyone. Yeah. But it is especially easy with someone that you've never met over some text or message. You know, it's exciting. And it, of course, it's like a nice e- ego boost to speak with someone or for someone to find you attractive. But it could just be really easy to lose the thread. Um, so, I mean, it, and I I had someone that I found really attractive um you know, texting me recently and just like his approach, I'm glad that I ended up answering because like I was completely put off by his approach. But then when I just explored further or kind of made a joke about it, I was, you know, what he came back with was fairly innocuous, you know, so I was like, okay, I just think that I think that oftentimes people get and I'm guilty of this too, of getting a little too terse with text. And so mm, it's just, mm-hmm, it's easy mm-hmm. to, for the train to go off the tracks. You're like, well, that just feels rude, you know? Like, but, and that happens with friends too. But I do feel like with rudeness, like that's something like every once in a while you're like, okay, I'm going to let that go with that friend or, or with a relative or whatever. Cause you're like, you actually know them. But when you <laughs> don't know someone and even if they're not intending to be rude, they're just kind of sending off a text before they get on the train or in between a million things. Like it just can be easy to just kind of write that person off as someone who's inconsiderate, you know, what did he say to you? <laughs> he said to, um, you know, apropos of nothing, I hadn't seen him in a while. He sent me a text that was like, um, you're on the VIP list at 10 at the um, the 15th and like sent me a picture of where the thing was. And I was like, it, I was super annoyed I, okay, by okay, it. Wait, my first instinct was like, I thought he was like, he had like a VIP list of women. <laughs> I thought that he oh, was that like would be, telling you that, that you were be, like in the top five of the ladies. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> that is totally a sitcom. Like that is a that is like a total episode. Wait, of, so like, he just like invited you to a party and, and let you know? But he didn't actually invite me. <laughs> he like he just he they... just told me where it was and sent me a picture, and I was just like, "Hey, man, I think this was meant for somebody else." Because I was like, and he was like, "No, that was meant for you." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, mm, I was." Thinking to myself, did we have plans? Right, like, right, right, right. You know, which, you know, even with a friend, it would be a weird approach. Like, you know, it would be someone if, if say, Daryl, who I've known for a really long time, had sent me something like that, I'd be like, I'd still follow up with like a, hey, man, are you talking did to me? Did we talk about this earlier <laughs> yeah. and I forgot? Because yeah. that could totally be true. But, you know, with this person, I was clear that I didn't have plans with them. So it was just funny, you know, and I don't think I, you know, I don't think he meant it in any certain way, but it is one of those things that leaves a question mark for me. Well, I'm like, well, well, but here's why, because everything is information. Like we're reading everything and receiving everything at like a high level of processing because you're looking for clues, right? Right. The way that people say, oh, the way that they talk to the waiter is the way that they're going. Like that tells everything about their, who they are and their relationship, you know? Like we're doing a major analyzation subconsciously that we're not even aware of, you know? Right. So I feel like when I say I'm being judgmental, like that comes off being super negative, but I'm being extremely judgmental because everything to me is like, wait a minute, why is this person talk to me like that? Or wait a minute, why is this person ignore me for five days? Like everything is information. And it's unfortunate because 
I'm then analyzing and being like, well, if I didn't hear from this person for five days, he's clearly a person who's neglectful in his communications instead of actually giving them the opportunity to reach out and have him tell me that like, oh, you know, I had to go home for five days or whatever. Like I'm already like, nope, moving on. It's so funny. I I mean, I think we all do that. Like our minds are moving at a speed. Like if my... (laughs) If my butt could burn the amount of calories that my brain burns (laughs) with every single interaction when it comes to the dating world, like, I would have an ass like J-Lo. If, like, the amount of thinking that went into, like, every single conversation with men that I'm interested in were, like, the equivalent to the amount of squats that I should be doing to get, like, my fitness goals or whatever. (laughs) Right, right. So I – but I've recently kind of, like – and when I, this is very, this is very nascent, but like recently I just, instead of really seeking out those red flags, I'm really, really working on shifting to that sort of openness. Like, of course, I'm not going to ignore the red flags of like, hey, why don't you come over to my apartment? I'm sharpening my knives. You know, just, I, I'm more open to the opportunity of like communicating and getting clearer and also the opportunity of like just having fun and enjoying it yeah not coming with a negative attitude exactly because i mean that 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 really is like a huge shift and i don't want to say i'm jaded but i think i'm definitely hyper vigilant and that is in its own way it's like a a mini self-sabotage you know yeah No, but you're right. Like, they're strangers. Like, we should be doing a high level of analyzation and receiving at the same time. But that's almost – it's It's, self-sabotaging. It's contradictory in its nature because you're already eliminating people that you haven't given a chance to. Right. You're basically, like, putting up the Berlin Wall before you've even gotten to have, like, a real conversation beside, like, the initial interaction. I feel like some women are literally, like – arms folded, you know, if you can't get past the wall, then you're not worth my time. <laughs> but I I feel like everyone in society does that now. There's no sense of like, men should work really hard to wear down women's resistance, you know? It's like everybody has a sense of like, if you actually wanted me, you would do X, Y, Z. And that's why nobody's connecting. Well, that is a really good point. Because I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I'll be interested to hear Daryl's perspective on this because I, I do feel like there is a huge gap in in what people are willing to do to know people, yeah, even as 100%, friends, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm really happy that, like, finally, after years of, like, beating my head against a wall, I have genuinely actually let go of the fact that, like, if someone's not putting any effort in, like, there's no reason for me to overgive to a situation and they get resentful, yeah. you know. And, like, I, I also have just finally come around to the fact that I'm like, listen, like, I think that men will give you a lot of excuses about like why they aren't trying at all. And like, they're just excuses. Like if you look about the, like the amount of like time and effort that like a man puts into like their vacation with the guys, the golfing trip that they're taking, or like you hear somebody's proposal story and you're like, man, that is sweet. Someone told me a story recently about how this guy, like he and his girlfriend had been going to a lot of national parks during the pandemic. And so he planned to go to this national park with her. And her thing is like 
photographing people in nature in exactly this type of thing. So this is like in California. They're both based in New York. You know, they planned this trip to the National Park. He found a photographer who was like, this is her specialty. So he already knew he was going to propose. And I'm like, okay, so the next time a guy can't tells me that he can't fucking be asked to find a place for us to go to dinner... Go fuck yourself, dude. Like, I just, you're making me think I just saw this thing on Instagram that was like, if you've traveled to 127 countries, you can damn well plan a first date. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, and one that's not like at the bar that you usually go to by your house. Like, come on. Or so just like, at least like ask me like where I live and at least come by me like the first date, you know, the first couple dates or like we can meet in the middle if you want to try, you know, because then you're not being presumptuous about I, what's going to happen after that. I you think know? it really comes down to that thing of like both parties are expecting the other person to impress them. But I really think that like, I honestly... Daryl's face. We'll come back to you. Yeah, because I, I'd be interested to see what Daryl has because that is a thing that has been, you know, that has been like a real stop-start thing with dating is like guys putting in zero effort is, mm, I'm just going to say this on the record, a complete and total shutdown of my lady parts. Like, put... <laughs> Do you know what's not sexy? Your laziness. You know? (laughs) God, amen, sister. You know? And I'm like, I'm like, listen, everybody values their own time. If I want to fucking fuck around and and watch like a gazillion hours and burn my eyeballs out on Netflix and waste my own time, that is one thing. But if you waste one minute of my time, that's another. You know? And we all feel that way. Like time is the one thing we cannot get back. If you don't value my time, like I I have to look out for my time. And like, you know, uh, guys being like, oh, well, just, you know, have fun. I I don't know. Like we, we just, as women, like the way we dress, like we just put so much more time and effort and like our products are so much more expensive. Like it takes us an average of like between like 20 minutes to an hour to get ready. Whereas the guys, like it takes them seven minutes to get like out the door. Right. You know, so just on a time is money value system, pay for my first few fucking drinks. Cause I spent more time putting my, sh- getting my shit together than you have. And I mean, and I feel like, listen, if we broke it down to spreadsheets, you guys would get it. Like, but I, I think that so the thing cute. is, is like, they do get it. They just act like they don't. Hey, I so do not think that all these guys are like uh, totally oblivious. Cause that's just not true some of them are right but yeah i just don't think that this myth around like guys like not having a clue or girls are so hard it's not rocket science try a little harder right you know just and it's it's not even that you have to impress me like i like bars i i'm a you know i'm totally like this I, I like casual, you know, I don't want to feel like totally on the spot. I don't want to go for steaks or something on a first date. Like I want to, I want to feel comfortable, you know, I, I want to feel comfortable. So it doesn't have to be the Taj Mahal, but make an effort, make an effort. Someone and, once told me that guys are not willing to put in an effort because they, the stakes are not high enough. They're, they're low. You might meet this first time. And this was on a previous podcast episode. You might meet the first time and it, it wouldn't work out. So why am I going to bring out the big guns and try to impress you with my favorite bar if I don't even know if I like you yet? And but that's th- fair. It's flawed. No, I think it's flawed. Well, I mean, okay. I Like one of my uncles was like, listen, what you got to do is bang out a bunch of coffee dates because you can tell within the first 15 seconds whether you, you know, but at the same time, like the time and effort it takes to set up a bunch of coffee dates, like I don't know. I don't know what structure system like the guys are doing this. And plus, I can't drink that much coffee. (laughs) 
You know, like I'm You're like, like, I've had eight cups of coffee, coffee. and like, and I'm like, no one wants to see me like this. I feel like every time I get coffee with people, it ends up being like an hour and a half anyway. Well, listen, like I think that the thing is, and this is one thing that's been really, really exciting to me is like all of a sudden it's like, I was like, have I been walking around with like wool in my eyes? Because like there are honeys everywhere. I'm like, are more fun men moving into town or have I just finally got my right attitude adjustment that like, I'm like, hello, thank you, Lord. Oh, and um, I was, or I was going to also just say like the Claritin filter, like, you know, we've been inside for so long that suddenly you go outside and you're like, man, look at the selection. Like there's eye candy everywhere. You know, we used to live a very life where you would, I think especially as a woman in New York City, you would have to put blinders on just to like get down the damn street so now can you come out and you're like wow look at all the colors right i don't know man because it is it is not my covid goggles i'm telling you these men okay. were not here before or i'm like there's no way they moved here in the pandemic i don't know but I, whatever it is thank you maybe it used all to gods, be tourists uh, you know and now it's actual new yorkers i don't know I, i'm just all i have to say is Gratitude. Yeah. Hashtag bless. Bring us more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I think, uh, no, but there's not to discredit, like, your mind shit. Mindset shift. <laughs> not your mind shit. That's a your... good Freudian slip. That's all right. I'm not going to take Not offense. to discredit your mind shit or whatever is <laughs> happening in your brain. Your mindset shift, because that is crucial. And I think a, a lot of people were faced with you know, not to say like an existential crisis during the pandemic, but maybe close to it where we were faced with our, our ourselves and we couldn't be distracted by the shiny things in our lives anymore. And so you, ha in order to get through the pandemic, you really had to take some time with yourself and get control of your thoughts and your happiness. That's so, definitely true. I mean, like there were some dark days, but uh, you were, know, I learned were. transcendental meditation. I watched a lot of puppies and kittens. At videos, one point like I literally a wrote out a post-it about why I answer email every day. <laughs> That's just sad, right? Like I got to this point where I was like, what is the point of all of this? Literally what, if you think about, I mean, you, you can go down a major rabbit hole of thinking about like, why do we answer email every day? Um, there's no why. There's no answer. I did come up with an answer, but I had to find a reason to open it. But it wasn't emails, like, why am I doing it today? It was like, why do we do this as a human race? <laughs> like you were like Groundhog Day and that <laughs> all. You're yeah, like, I was why? like, what is the point? Of? Because it's never ending. Oh, yeah. No, and it doesn't actually really accomplish anything. Or like make your life fulfilling and give yeah. it meaning. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's nobody likes it. Really? Okay. Because some people like don't prefer talking. You know, that's valid. Yeah. And like one of my friends like a long time ago was like, I don't know why you and this other friend of ours like insist on dating non-talkers. You guys are talkers. So, <laughs> you know, we do need to get some chatters in the mix. Yeah. Anything else that's that you are feeling particularly frustrated about or intrigued by about just like your dating experience or we go over Daryl? Um, I mean, I feel like we covered a lot of bases. It's kind of like a lot of things in life where it feels like some people are just very natural at it. But the truth is, is like people are working at it, you know, and I just haven't developed a system that really is aligned with what I want yet. So mm -hmm. 
I think the truth is like some people have their relationships like completely fall into their lap. And what I've been working on is like sort of the alignment part of like, okay, what do I really want with my life? What do I, what are the action steps I need to be taking every day that will kind of fall into alignment with that? And then keeping the door open for that, you know, for that alignment to happen with a partner as well. So. Yeah. Who does to you? That's not, I mean, don't discredit that. That that, that shit's hard work, you know? Thanks. And it's something that I don't think people pay a lot of attention to, like how much you are responsible for your, your own happiness. I think, I think the thing is, is that when things are going well in your life, it's just so important to celebrate that moment because life is full and it's really just there's so many twists and turns and there's just so so many things that happen in, in, in the course of any life that are is really unpredictable and painful and glorious. But just really just enjoying the moments of happiness that you're able to create for yourself and be a part of. And I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> you were vibing. I was feeling you. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. Like we started with episode with just being open to whatever – energetically comes your way like there's nothing better than than being able to be at peace with that in your life and i mean that's like super buddha is it buddha but you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) just like being happy with what you have and being open to whatever's coming that's a really hard and to not be in a place of like want like that's a really tricky place to be in yeah and also just to realize that like celebrating other people's joy when you can too i think is really important because sometimes when you're out there and you're single and you've been single for decades you know basically you know you've had like relationships here and there and you've had friends that are like married and kids and have a home and it can be it can be hard yeah that can wear on you and and just like coming to a moment of celebration and realizing that like you know not begrudging them their joy because we enjoy yeah we get we get to go out on friday night and make people talk to us at the sexy rooftop bar without any children to take care of well yeah (laughs) No. Daryl, I have a big juicy question for you. Oh, okay. Who puts in more of the effort? Uh, in general, between men and, and women. See, okay. <laughs> Get into it. Here we go. No, no. I, I think well, in your opinion, in your life, like who do you expect to put in more effort? Well, I, I feel like. We, as a society, are at a point of transition. I agree. I feel like there are sort of old school dating ideologies that still hang over sort of the the dating realm that influence behavior even now. And yet, there are new ideas that are filtering in that are also influencing behavior in the dating realm. Agreed. And those two ideas are clashing and you end up getting situations where people don't know. Like who pays for the bill. Exactly. Yes. Like, like yeah. I mean, okay, the last, like I'm on the dating app things recently uh, again, and surprise, surprise! I actually went out on two dates. That's like almost in real life dates. In real life dates, congratulations! Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, well done. That's like 
uh, double the amount I had had before. But like both of those, it was a situation where, you know, we split the bill, but it was an assumption on my part. Like I've come to the place mm. now where I'm just like, if I'm going out on a first date, we're splitting the bill. I'm well, not hell even... no, Daryl. Well, 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 no, Daryl, no, 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 do you well, want... Stop. Well, let me, let me finish. <laughs> if there hasn't been any sort... Like, if it's like It's a, a date, you dickhead. Are you fucking kidding me? Break out your wallet and fucking pay. Well, th- th- uh, let me just say it's that... Spicy it's up in because there have been so many dating situations where it's gotten so awkward where it's like, oh, I'll pay. And then the woman's like, oh, no, you're not going to pay for the date. And... And it's like, well, oh, okay, I don't mean to offend you by offering to pay for the date. But yet there are people like Shay who get offended if I don't pay for the date. I mean, that's the, that's the situation that men find themselves in. There is a segment of the population that will get pissed off if you offer to pay for the date. And there is a section of the population that will get mad if you don't offer to the pay for the date and and so you find yourself in this sort of crossroads of like what do i do and and in previous uh situations i found like just kind of doing the little kermit arms trying to figure out (laughs) what i'm supposed to do in order to not uh upset the woman that i'm trying to impress and now i'm like no I'm, i'm not doing that anymore that's too much stress and i'm talking about sort of specific situations like you know let's get coffee or you know it, it, it's it's one of those situations are you really where splitting it's like, the check wait for a minute, coffee is this a date <laughs> are no. you splitting the bill for coffee no not splitting the bill for coffee <laughs> spankings no. but but i mean where 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 you're in a situation where you're going out with potential partner or whatever it is and you don't know whether or not it's a date we're That's getting true. together for coffee or let's get together for I hear drink. That. I and hear so that. The, the the terminology switches. So it's like, wait, is this are we just like kind of feeling each other out? I would like to say this. <laughs> I grew up in a house full of women. I grew up like there was no men in the house. It was women, whether it was just you know my sisters and my mom or my sisters and my mom and some aunts, you know, or, you know. And then, of course, you know, they say, oh, you, you, Daryl, when you go out there, you treat a woman like she's a princess. Okay, and all they, this so they set you up with the expectation that you treat a woman on a date. Right. Okay. And let me just say that that approach does not work. Or at least it hasn't worked for me. The idea that one should approach a woman and treat her like she's a princess. like It's old-fashioned. It's old-fashioned. Yeah, And agreed. women don't appreciate it. Well, not not all women. But not all women. it's interesting to me that that's been your experience. Yeah. But like taking it back to what Shay was talking about, because I know we could debate the, and we have on this podcast before, the like who pays on the date topic. Um in terms of just like the general effort oh. of setting up the date. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean as far as I mean as far as setting up the date, well let's just say the last two that I've went on, I've set it up for the most part. And is that your your expectation that you are the driver of the energy or do you expect your energy to be met? Well, I Well, okay. I'm going to I'm okay. <laughs> I, I wrote down some notes, and I needed to reference hit, my, hit me. my yeah, my, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. My notes. Um, you were talking earlier about effort, yes, and wanting men to put out 
effort. Correct. Um, I can only talk about my own Which is what we want. Experience. Yeah. Um, I was a hopeless romantic because I was raised around women. Okay. And I was taught to treat women uh, like they were special, uh, like they were, you know, put them on a pedestal sort of thing, right? Okay. And uh, in my dating life, that's how I approached it. I, I also went into it with trying to create friends that, you know, that grew into something more. Not a bad tactic. Okay. Um, that does not work, or at least it did not work for me Aha. over an extended period of time. I found that I have been the most successful with women when I don't care, when I don't put <laughs> when in When they the chase effort. you? Well, that's like if I chase them, they don't want it. What? If I do not chase them, I end up like all the women that I have had relationships with uh, chased me. And I was uh, um, the, I, I would argue that they had more feelings for me than I did for them on the whole. OK, on the whole, well, what do you what do you like in general? Do you like women to put in more effort or would you rather be a little bit more well, uh, in control of the energy. Well, at this particular point in time in my life, because of past experiences, I'm a bit jaded and am reticent to put out the effort for fear that it will be worthless and pointless. But I, or, don't you think everyone feels that way? I would argue that there are people who will believe that if you put out the effort, it will... They're rewarded. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah, believe yeah. that there are people out there who have had that experience of putting out the effort and being rewarded and therefore... Uh, believe that practice and, and practice it. Um, uh, I, again, uh, I can only talk about my experience. I've not found that to be the case. But I, I also, from an, it's one person's idea of effort is another person's idea of crazy. Mm. Well, this is what effort. I was going to ask you too. Okay. If you had been sitting there on, on that lovely little booth and someone like me and Che had started a conversation with you that you kind of got stuck in for 20 minutes. Would you have liked that? Oh, 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 I made a note about that, too. Okay. <laughs> hit, hit me. Well, I mean, okay, I, like I said, I feel like we're at a crossroads. We're yeah. old dating. And, and, and when you consider the Me Too movement and just – the awareness that was brought to men about how women feel when they are approached by yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's valid. When the Me Too movement happened, I took a moment and went, have I been there? How I great mean, that, like, you took a moment to reflect well, and say, well, like, I mean, what but, in my behavior can change? Well, I mean. Uh, or I mean, just more like, is that me? Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing about it. A lot of those situations, I, not all of them, but some of them happen when people were, you know, inebriated. And who of us has been in a bar inebriated and, like, don't remember what we said or did? But in general, before in general, we get, like, yeah, hardcore yeah, yeah. into that picking sort of apart thing. the Me Too movement, oh, well, we're not, you're no. open to, like... Women coming to talk to you. Oh, I I am very much okay. I I want to encourage. 
encourage it. I seriously would like to encourage women to. I mean, uh, I'm going to go back a little bit. You were talking about who takes the lead in setting up a date when you go out yeah. on a date. Uh, the last two, I tried to include. Uh, uh, the woman I was speaking with in the plans, like, oh, what would you like to do? I'm thinking maybe we could do it. What do you think about this? Is there a certain type of blah, blah, blah? Right. You know, you, I mean, you like it. I don't feel like it is something that should fall on one or the other. I feel like it's something that you can do together if, you know, you have the descriptors in the, the apps that can, you know, are, are easy prompts. Oh, they like food okay you've got a person who's a foodie well that person if you're not a foodie you might want to ask them hey so you're a foodie i'm not really a foodie are there some food restaurants you would recommend like the idea of putting in effort like that doesn't seem like effort right you, you that, i mean effort seems like something over and above you're talking mm -hmm. to a person you want to go out with them you have to plan it that's not right, right. effort that's just something you have to do in order to carry out the act that you want to carry out. Right, right. But even before you get to the point where you decide to have a date, mm -hmm. there's a lot of like, who's leading the convo? And, you know, if someone drops off, do you continue forth? I try to continue talking as long as someone is responding and assisting in the conversation. Um if that's happening, then the conversation is going to go until I'm like, dude, what are we talking I'm about? with you. That's, that's but I do feel like I experience both people sort of being like, show me how much you like me. Well. You know what I mean? Well. Like, I want to be a little impressed. And I feel like some people are waiting for me to impress them. Here's an example. There was a particular match I made on Bumble. And uh, I won't lie. My practice is to swipe right. So I'm going through and I'm just swiping right. And then I swipe right on a uh, person and, they, oh, that that was your match. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's Bumble, so they have to start. So her response was, hey. And and it was someone who was like, I don't like it when people start conversations with hey, but yet. Oh, she said that? Yeah. But yet you're Next. starting. Next. Like, Next. And so I responded with, Hey. <laughs> And um, there the conversation. Yeah, that's ended. how most that's, relationships That's perfect. Are. I would say that that is. Well, I feel perfect. like I feel like in general, like you know, we didn't really come to any kind of master conclusion here. I think it's a per person kind of thing about who puts in more effort and what you're expecting from the other person. But I just I just think it's an interesting conversation about where we're at in modern culture, like you said. So I appreciate your opinion and your thoughts. I feel like you have lots more. We might need to have you come back. But um, I, I appreciate both you guys for being here and for talking to me about your single lives and for meeting a stranger. Um, and and sharing that information with them. So thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Shay. Thank you. Uh, it's been very exciting to have you all in one room with me. So <laughs> it's been quite a treat. Well, thank you for having you bet. Uh, me. It's my pleasure. I'm not going to speak for Shay. Um, uh, thank you guys, the audience, for listening into this very special in-person episode. I hope it felt in person to you energetically. If you haven't already, please hit subscribe or follow or like on whatever platform you're listening right now. And if you th can think of a badass, gorgeous, single friend who could use an uplift like with Shay's beautiful mastery of her mind please think of sharing it along 
come join us over at hashtag single pod. We're having fun conversations and uh, we will see you in another two weeks where I will share another guest expert episode with you. Until then, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>